Ooh, yeah! Killer Pop from Outer Space presents War Games. What's up, party people? We're back again. Another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. It is I, your host. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that was a good suspenseful pause. <laughs> uh, my name's Jeff, and I'm here as always with my good brother of the summer, Mr. Vinnie Markle. How are you, bub? Werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. We're here. Producer's queer. <laughs> wow, he's, he's are you a SoundCloud rapper now, eh? <laughs> uh, I'm uh, excited. I'm all juiced up for these you two are, episodes. You're, you're jacked up. I hope you enjoyed your 15-minute break from us. It was <laughs> nice. Um, we're continuing the evening with the trend, the werewolves. Um if you listen to Watch This or Die beforehand, which you should have, and if you haven't, go back and listen. We've already gone down it's a real humdinger of a movie we talk about. Yeah, a real humdinger, and uh, we've gone down some of the some of the tropes, some of the trends in in werewolf movies. Uh, not done very well in that one, if I might say. Um, uh, this is the time we are going to get into the good werewolf the, movies, the real good ones, the the real. Sexy ones, as I like to say, and I like your point on that. I've been thinking about that since you said it in the last episode. Yeah, we're going top seven, so this is like top top. Tippy no, top. no room for for crap. That's right, and uh, no time for losers. I'm uh, personally struggling with my one and two. Wow, and I don't even know how it's going to shake out because I have a feeling your one. It's probably different than my one, and I can't even decide what my one is because there's two movies. It's possible. I had a struggle, uh, but I think I stuck to my guns here, and I, I went I went ham. But I also think that you and I have different tastes, so our list is going to be a little different. You got any more of those postcards? Oh, man, I got a whole bunch of postcards. What do you want? Uh, greetings from Chicago with love from Paris. I meant index cards. Oh. How about Pittsburgh is for lovers? That one's for you. The Steel City. Okay. The, ci- <laughs> the city of Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump right into this list. But first, while I have you here, let me run something by you. Ooh. Give me your top three gaming consoles. I'm going to have to say Super Nintendo. One spot or three spot? Number one. Okay. Number one is Super Nintendo. I love my Super Nintendo. Hmm. Number two. There's some games at me. Oh, Super Castlevania, mm. NBA Jam, uh, uh, Super Mario World, Super Mario All Stars, Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country. Oh, Good call. still play it. Play it with the girlfriend, man. We play. That's our game. We have. We're still trying to beat it. We get stuck on like the same three levels for like a month, then we finally get through it, and we have to take like a big break. Who has the NES, John? I do. Ooh, good she has you. the games. I have the console. Ah, she that's a good partnership. It causes a lot of arguments, though, because she just she's not good with Diddy Kong. 
I'm trying to teach her how to utilize his talents, but hmm. Hmm. uh gosh. Number two I'll tell you what, man. I think I've gotten the most use out of my PS4 than any console I've ever had. Between watching Blu-rays, the nice uh, free games you get every month. Yeah. That, that Friday the 13th. Like, I get hooked on games with this. Like, that Friday the 13th game I played to death. Then I, like, have to, like, 100% certain games, like that Batman game. Uh, I go ham on the, like, NBA Spider-Man. 2K. Yeah, Spider-Man. I went hard on See, that. Like- in the modern era, I've, I haven't really gotten hooked on anything other than Call of Duty. You know how I get my Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. You love and it. then, like, I've I've kind of dropped off on Madden. I was really into MLB The Show, but I kind of dropped off. And yeah, the show gets frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, it gets real frustrating. And, I mean, I think I'm just, in general, done with sports games because they are so... So much more hand-eye coordination than we. Yeah, ever but needed. I think they have like dumbed-down settings now. They do. Yeah, but yeah. Um, man, number three is a toughie because I want to say Game Boy, but I don't know. I Game Boy is a good one. Yeah, I'll just say Game. I'll say Game Boy. And then when Game Boy Color came out, I never had a Game Boy Color. My sister, it had was a Game pointless. Boy Color. <laughs> Well, but it was a big. That deal. was where Pokemon came along. Yeah, she yeah. had all those Pokemon: blue, red, gold, yellow, green. Is she the same age as me? Uh, just about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, those were those were the tits. Didn't make my top three though. Got hedged out. All right. Number one, N sixty four. That's a good. One. I never owned it. I like the wrestling games on there though. Big it's time. such a great console. I mean, all the you know so and so game, but sixty four version were just amazing. All right. NBA jams on that. Oh my god, <laughs> so good. Number two for me, curveball, old school PC gaming. Yep, never had a PC for gaming. That was my jam. That's where I played all my Doom, all my Half Life, mm-hmm. all my Quake, Leisure Suit Larry, all my uh, Max Payne, SWAT. I don't know what SWAT is. Command and Conquer. I know, yeah, I know that one. I need to find one of those. Um, what are they called? Emulators? Like yeah, get a Raspberry Pi, man. Raspberry, yeah, but I need one for, like, do they have them for that, yeah, that yeah, style yeah, yeah, of PC yeah. game? Yeah, you just have to, it's weird. You have, like, no Linux and download stuff. I, it's it's simple for people who know how to do it, basically. So I find some knows how to do it. Yeah. But I want to play some Quake, and I really want to play Half-Life. I miss that. That game was so fun. Did okay. you play that one? No. Fun. Horror action. So good. Okay. Um, And then it's got me, like, thinking back. Like, when I got Doom... For PC, it uh, it wasn't floppy disk. What was the other version? Like uh, the CD-ROM? No, no, no. It was, so it was a disk. Win- WinZip? No, no. The disk, but not the not the big thin floppy one. It was more compact and hard shell. Oh, yeah, it's still called a floppy disk. It's still called the same thing. Yeah. It came on like nine floppy disks that you had to load it this John install. On <laughs> yeah, the original Doom on PC. Good times. And then my third, I go Genesis. Yeah, Genesis is up there for me, but I'm an, I think I'm more of a Nintendo guy. Did you like the uh, Sega handheld? Game Gear? Yeah, it just died so fast. <laughs> yeah. It you did. could play for like 20 minutes. Yep. It was a beast. What was that, eight batteries? Mm-hmm. Hoofa. And batteries Double back A's. in the day did not last <laughs> like that. Yep. They were not meant for that kind of stuff. That's a good, a solid. Producer, you got anything? Top thought, three thought you might throw in a Virtual Boy. So, I loved my N64. 
That was fantastic because uh, I'm a fan of uh, Mario Kart. Wow, Mario Kart, Mario yeah. 64. Yeah. Star uh, Fox. Yeah. Uh, Super Nintendo had Star Fox. I'm going to have to go really old school Atari. I Damn. loved I loved my Atari. Mm-hmm. That was like one of my like Damn. Didn't have a lot as a kid, but that was Man, for we, sure. We a had one. the knockoff Atari. We had it in television. <laughs> I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Uh, Galaga. <laughs> Pac Man. Love that. Uh and then uh, my third one would be my Xbox. For sure. Hmm. Original Xbox? I have Xbox One S. I have a fancier one. Not so, the fanciest one, but So is that the newest one? No, they have a one or they have Xbox X, I think now. Oh god. There's know. one newer version that I do not have. So, I don't it, until uh, this one oh. until this one dies, what the hell was that? Pen holder. Okay. Uh until this one dies, I will not get the new Xbox. Okay. Cuz I right now it is used for Netflix and Amazon Prime. Hmm. Yeah, you better some games. Uh I do have I do I occasionally have play Risk. Uh, and I have a PGA golf game on there. Those occasionally, if I'm really I'll bored. I'll tell you what, golf games we can they get addicting too. Yeah, we're to uh, hot shots on PlayStation One. I used to play Tiger Woods 05 every day for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, so I have Rory McIlroy's game. That's basically what Tiger Woods yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, so I I could play that for a while, especially if I'm getting very competitive. Um, but I play Risk way too much. You play online? It's yeah. Well, uh, so it's I don't. I, I could see that getting competitive. I don't have the. Uh, I gave up the gold membership because I thought it was a waste of sixty bucks a year. So I just uh, I play against the computer and I get pissed at the computer. Yeah, fair enough. For some reason I thought you were going to be uh, a uh, Dreamcast and Saturn guy. Dreamcast was fun, but it was so like I never really played it. it, it I had ha- one friend growing up that had it and. It didn't have anything in between. Like, if it wasn't a really great game, it was just like, uh, okay. And Sa- I didn't, yeah, I didn't do anything with Saturn. Yeah, I, I've never played a Saturn. Yeah. All right. Dreamcast had a tennis game, virtual tennis. Awesome game. Hmm. It was in the arcades. Hmm. Yeah, very fun. Very fun. We should go to the arcade. I was just uh, in one. Did you go to, uh, what's the, called One Up? The Wild Woods. The it Wild was, Woods. It was terrible. It's so gross down there. Oh, in Wildwood. Yeah. Um,. What's that? What's that? John and Exxon, uh, uh One up. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. They get they get like crazy new shit in there that like yeah. is wild. That everything's 40. about everything's about tickets anymore though. It's annoying. About tickets? Yeah, winning tickets so you can get like a stuff. I don't, I don't do that shit. I play the, all the crazy. I know, but I'm, games. I'm saying they have like they're the, on the like Time Crisis Six. Oh God, it's awesome. House of the Dead Nine. Yeah. Mm. Um, good, that was a good. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. We'll get us ready. Producer, you got a trivia lined up? Yes, sir. You want to talk about beer? Oh, I'll beer. hold. This is, a, this is a show for alcoholics by alcoholics. You need to talk about All beer. All right. This is a special one. This is one that um, I saw come out a little while ago and knew we had to have it, or knew I had to have it based on my extreme fandom. From Texas Ale Project, born and brewed in Dallas. If you know anything about Dallas, you may know where we're going. And it's not the fucking Cowboys. Thank you. It is Pantera Golden Ale. Uh, I mean, it's got to be my favorite band. I don't know. It's up there. Them, Alice and Jeans. No, it's your favorite band. Yeah. Uh, So this is a great one. The first ever official Pantera beer. And it's dope can. It's got the classic Pantera logo. It's got the fire. It's got some steel stuff oh, going yeah. on. Steel plates, baby. Yep. All right. Golden Ale. So nice light one for Jeffy Boy. 
Not to fuel any fires here, but who who licenses Pantera now that Vinny and Dime are dead? Um, Dime's wife. Mm. Well, longtime girlfriend. Yeah, I know she lives in his old house and yeah. still has all the shit. That is light and tasty. I like that a lot. Mine's a little frozen. Oh, really? That is light and tasty. Wow. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's what you, you expect. Put out of it in now. the freezer. Yeah. It's what you'd expect out of a golden ale. No. I don't mind it one bit. I like it a lot. I could. I think these are maybe a drive-in beer. So are these, are these think... readily available? Hmm? These readily no, available? No, oh, hard okay. to find. Okay. Um, and not drive-in beer price. Oh, <sighs> all right. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Uh, so I don't think she would do it. I, I mean, I would guess she has the rights, but I don't think she would do it is because the band hates their... Power metal, 80s hair metal history so much. Destroyed tons of photographs. The album, they never wanted to see Light of Day again. Um, So she probably wouldn't let it be released. That's out of respect for Diamond Vitti hating it so much. And Phil hating it because he wasn't a part of it. But I want to hear that album. Yeah, hell yeah. I've heard snippets, but I want to hear that album. Uh, I never heard anything off it. It's probably dope. Yeah, I always... Thought like you know, Cowboys from Hell. That was like the '80s. It was like a, that was like a, a blend, yeah, of what they became in '80s. Well, Far like Beyond Driven. God damn, that album's mm, good. I'm still a vulgar display guy. It's also up there, one of the best. Anyway, producer, producer, fire it off. We got three questions tonight. Why do I need that many? Yeah, just in case we don't know them. Uh, hopefully you, you know them. You don't know them. Yeah, you're usually the one that struggles with these. All right. Let me get back to the question I was going to do. Let me see here. All right. So a werewolf was among the weekend guests at Tom Newcliffe's country estate, and he planned on bagging the beast if he lived long enough to figure out which guest it was. Who played house guest Dr. Christopher... Lundgren in 1974 werewolf film The Beast Must Die. Peter Cushing. Jeff got it. Mm. Vinny, you are terrible at this. No, that was that's obscure. I can't even believe you came up with that question, but you think I'm not going to know some Cushing? Get out of here. All right. That's super obscure. The Beast Must Die. Not on your list? No. Not on my list either. Uh, maybe the only werewolf movie, I could be mistaken, where the werewolf is just a dog. Not like a made-up dog, like they let a German Shepherd loose, dyed it black, and we're just like, there's there's the wolf, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like kind of like I need to watch it. I didn't need any oh, extra bad. trivia questions tonight. Huh? It's bad. It's um, it's on Shudder, actually. Uh, but it's like that 70s. This is like a... a, a, a English thing, right? Like where they in the seventies they had like all these awesomely titled movies, but the movies were such letdowns. Yeah, like yeah, that is a very seventies yeah. thing. Yeah, like horror hospital. It's like I don't understand what's happening. Well, here. why is there no hospital? Yeah, or horror. <laughs> yeah, where's the horror? The beast must die. Well, who's the, be- the, the, the beast? Dog? The dog. The <laughs> dog. Yeah. Kill a dog? Not a not a good one. I wouldn't recommend anybody watch it. But hey, if you're into 70s shitty English movies. Um, All right, trivia winner. Do you want quantity or quality? I'm going to take quantity on this one. Ooh. Yeah, I am. Interesting. That changes up my mojo. So what do I get? Seven, five, three, and two? No, you get seven, six, four, and two. 
Okay. Trying to uh, throw, try to throw a curveball in. Is this? Yeah, this is seven, right? Get, yep. So you get back-to-back picks. All right, I like not it. The ones are, as you know, probably, all right, probably so no need for DQs in this one. I doubt it. Seven, six, four, and two is Jeff, right? Yep. All right. So producer, you can take the night off because I. The only reason I mean, like, how you gonna DQ? Because if there's a werewolf. Yeah. Well, I guess we shouldn't say. I would yeah, say that was a, a question a I was that, I was that, gonna ask you. Like, does it have to be a werewolf in the movie, or it's a werewolf movie? Because I want I think werewolf it should be a werewolf movie. movie. Okay, cool. Then yeah. we're good. Ooh, we're back to cards. All right. Oh yeah, I forgot we were texting. Yeah, yeah let's go old school for the night. All right, so uh, number seven. This is Jeff's pick. Teen Wolf. Mm. No. Yes. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. You wild. You wild boy. So this movie. You know my number seven is real quick. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna play it any higher. Huh. This piss you off. You know what it is. What? Underworld. Oh, you butthole. And I purposely discluded them in Twilight because I was like, this is. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, Underworld, that's a different level. That's great. Yeah. You ever seen Kate Beckinsale in that black jumpsuit? I don't want to see vampires with Uzis. <laughs> and yes, I have, actually, and it's very erotic. I watched an Underworld in a bar one night with no context, like the sound was off, and I was just like enamored by the visual, but like I was like, this makes no sense. Like the shit that's happening. Dude, the first two are good. I don't know. This was a late one, like where she's dead through most of the movie, but then she's. Oh, yeah. I have no interest. I have have no interest in that. Uh, Teen Wolf. I mean, it's a teen, it's an 80s teen comedy that somehow still holds up today. It's, um, It's essentially, I mean, it's a metaphor for puberty. But it still works. Like, as 80s as it is, it works today. Uh, I mean, nothing has really changed as far as, like, that high school experience. Everyone wants to go out and party and drink and be the cool guy and be, like, the star jock. And, like, that shit's all still the same. Um, It's one of the few movies I can think of where the werewolf isn't actually, like, a bad guy slash monster. That's why I wouldn't even consider it. But he's a werewolf. Yeah. Him and his dad are werewolves. But there's no, like... I mean, I, I haven't. I guess I should get this a rewatch. I haven't seen it in forever. <sighs> Watch it like once a year, easy. Um, there's no like attack or anything, right? No, there's like the threat of an attack, and they try to like use it against him. Hmm. But like, that's him. Like, it's just like the family. The family is wolves, werewolves, and you don't you don't really know why. It's just something that has been handed down to them. But yeah, I mean, like, how many times do you see a werewolf movie where the wolf isn't like a violent crazy monster uh it also starts off the trend of sexy beasts um michael j fox when he's not the wolf nobody seems to care when he becomes the wolf chicks want that wolf d um he has relations with the girl (laughs) at the uh, play practice um and relations just everyone wants like it's such like an opposite. Like usually it's like I'm changing, I'm weird. I don't want anyone to know. And then it becomes like I'm changing, I'm weird and everyone loves it and I just want to play that up and play that up. And also my maybe one of my favorite characters ever styles with the what are you looking at? Dick nose t-shirt. Uh there um. there is also a a gay joke in here that does not age well. Uh, but Styles, he's like the life of the party. He's like the con man. He's always trying to make a buck off of something. Uh, he's just like a, doing the the van surfing and shit. Like he's he's awesome. Um, and one more thing before I pass it off to you. 
So I saw this movie at a very young age, and I was dead set that this is what high school was like. Like I was like, I thought I was like, oh my god, am I gonna go to high school? Like I have to go to parties and like make out with girls in the closet, and there's gonna be like beer and like all these people. And as you know, I became very resentful of that lifestyle because it was not something I had. Yes, you did. We no. always try to play it off like you didn't. I went to an all guys school. We had this talk during Freddy's Revenge. That party is not real to me because yeah, but you didn't party with the all girls high school girls. No, I drank in the woods with all my buds. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. Because it was. Wait, that's really what you, you didn't like? Hang out with the? I just assumed you hung out with the all girls. Dude, if girls came high school. Ar- if girls came around, it was like a bonus. So did all those girls just hang out with just the girls? Or did nah, they I think my part of Philly was weird. There was like crews, and I think. And also, you didn't have like public school friends. Nah, I had. I think I hung out with the public school kids more than I did the Catholic school. Were they kids. neighborhood friends? They were neighborhood friends of my high school friends. Uh, see, mine were all neighborhood we friends. Just, like, and just we were all just living the same neighborhood, and huh. we all happened to go to the same high school. So just a bunch of dudes in the woods drinking, huh? A lot of times, yeah. And then if some chicks showed up, it was like apes, like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, I mean, I don't have a t- much to say about this one. I, 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 it deserves, it definitely deserves a rewatch. I mean, yeah, I, can't I remember, I remember enjoying it as a kid. Uh, my dad would throw it on a lot when I was living at home. Uh, Michael J. Fox is nothing to shake your finger at. Oh no, great performance. And I also remember, but. Not like anxiety. Oh, no. Is this what high school is going to be like? I was like, oh, shit. High school is going to be dope. Oh, no. I was like terrified. I was, oh, I was ready. I was like, get me in there. Um, Yeah, but I, I can't remember any details or anything other than the stuff you just brought up. But That's a real yeah, this, 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 this might be a tonight rewatch. Is it streaming anywhere? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I almost guarantee it's on Prime. It's a Scream Factory uh, release, I think, now, so someone's definitely need, got it. I don't know if I need a hard copy, but this might no, be No, I'm saying thing. somebody's definitely got it streaming. It's it's not like a hard-to-find thing. Um, Let's see. There was a while where it was hard to find. Like I used to have to watch it on YouTube in like a small box. So good. Streaming on Amazon Prime. Yeah, see, I told you. All right. Don't watch the second one, though. I don't even know there was a second oh, one. Oh, with Jason Bateman, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, it's called Teen Wolf T200. T-O-O-2-O. Uh, he's a boxer. And then they uh, have fucking... I have to stop... That come out? I'm trying to stop cursing everybody, so if you hear me just say like F. But anyway... Uh, Why are you trying to stop cursing? I don't know, because I curse a lot on the show, and I feel like a bad person sometimes. Um, it came out in the early 90s, and so like Jason Bateman is Michael J. Fox's cousin, and he's going to college, and Styles is his roommate, but Styles... AJ is Styles? Di- no, not AJ Styles. Styles from the first Teen Wolf, but it's a different oh. but it's a different actor. Mm. And the only person from the original that shows up is Michael J. Fox's dad and it's like, "Oh, this movie sucks." And he's like yeah, a, he's like a boxer. It's I'm good on that. Yeah, it's not good. A teen boxer? Yeah, well, in college, he's a college boxer. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's not good. All right. There is some But I mean, I won't poo-poo clad. that selection. That's a I mean, There is some scantily clad ladies in it though that want to make sweet love to him, which also goes into the sexy beast category. Mhm. 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 There'll be a lot of talk about sexy beasts throughout this episode. Get used to it. You got number six fired up? I sure effing do. And I think you might disagree with this one as well. Uh-oh. Don't look. Don't look at me Why right. Why are you going off the off the, off the handle here? I'm not. Making me nervous. There's certain movies that need to be on this list. There are. 
and they're going to be on this Fuck. list. All right, Jeff's number six pick is going to be Wolf Cop. Mm. Wow, he's making a face again. And this was a toss-up because I was kind of... I, mean, I love Wolf Cop, but... I was kind of thinking about putting another Wolf Cop on here. So, I don't know where you're going with this because you just knocked... Well, don't say it yet because they. I mean, you just knocked a very important movie off. Mm. Well, if it's very important and it's and if it's six, it ain't that important. It is. This is top seven, dude, of a very large group of movies. You're going. I mean, I love. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying. Relax. I'm trying to think of a reason to DQ. Go ahead. You can't. You already said there's no DQs. I didn't say there's none. I said there's. It's gonna be hard to DQ because. Well, it's a movie about a werewolf that's a cop. (laughs) So DQ that. All right. Uh, one, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's a hilarious movie. Um, and it, it carries on. It sort of goes back to the Teen Wolf thing where I said, like, he's a werewolf about being a monster. But he's not really because he's still violent as hell just towards the criminals. The gore in this movie is awesome. Yeah. The sexiness in this movie is great. Mm-hmm. Sexy beast. That's the second one. Notice a trend here. We're two movies in, two sexy beast ratings. Um, the actor that plays the wolf cop, Leo Fafard, I love him. I, I wish he would be in more stuff. He's apparently just like kind of like an AD kind of guy. Not not a super big actor, but I really like him. I, I like wish, him in this. I wish, yeah. yeah, I wish he would be in more stuff. Is he in anything else besides this? He's in another wolf, wolf Cop, cop? another wolf cop, and then another Canadian like sci-fi movie with Kristen, Christian Cage. Hmm. Yeah, um, but he does like a lot of AD stuff. Uh, but I love him. But the movie itself, it's just like this perfect blend of comedy and horror. Um, the jokes all hit. The the uh, the bad guy is like, for that time period when this came out, that kid, I can't remember his name. He's going to pop up again on this list. But uh, he's like the ultimate just prick. He's like the leader of the biker gang. I'm trying to remember who it is or what he looks like. You'll remember because he's going to pop up again. Anyway. Um but everything in this movie just hits the, the the jokes, the horror, the gore, um, the mist. I mean, there's even a little mystery aspect of it, which they play up really well. And like I said, it was hard to take this or another wolf cop, but th- another wolf cop is just so off the rails comedy yeah. th- that I was yeah. like, all right, let me go with this one. I mean, he rips a guy's face off in this, like the transformation's really good. Um, Leo Fafard's character is easy to relate to because he's just—I mean, I'm not a cop, but he's just like a drunk cop in some small town in Canada. It's just—it's just a super fun movie. It's a super cool werewolf. It's a super cool premise for a werewolf. I—that's the exact things I would say about it, and it's also, um, in a way, a very cute movie. Oh, cute, eh? You know, with the love interest, a oh, lady cop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I have nothing but love for this movie. It is pure enjoyment. I would say, out of my list, is not concentrating on how cool the werewolf is and how cool the uh, practical is making the werewolf. It's like a it's just a fun watch. Oh, it's super fun watch. Um, and definitely, and, and it's one of those ones that like, it's funny and and goofy to watch alone, and it's also cool to watch with a crowd. You know, there's some that are like, normally it's the really B ones that are like so bad it's good kind of thing. It's better to watch with at least a friend For or sure. a crowd. 
this one I could watch alone and be completely happy or watch with like yeah. you guys and have a blast too. It's, yeah. it's good stuff. And if I could remind you, you are at the North American premiere of this with me. So Correct. It is not a holds a special little place in my heart. A um, couple of movies that night that it was like, wow, this is like the premiere. Like nobody has seen this yet over here. Like that, that was really cool. Um, now, considering it's a Canadian movie, I think they might have lied to us a little bit on that one. But <laughs> maybe it was the U.S. premiere. Yeah, but I think they may have, they may have left got confused by continent, yeah, and yeah. country. But still, maybe they had some of the PCP we had. Oh, well, that was a different. That was the year before. But <laughs> no, still, <laughs> but still, that PCP event. it lingers. <laughs> just in you for a year to who knows it's probably still in me now it's probably i'm a hot mess all the time I'll tell you who's not on pcp this dog over here he is passed out are you a werewolf are you waiting to transform oh actually he's out <laughs> all right talk about sexy beasts oh that here we go all right at number five is that an M or an N? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five, Vinny's pick, Bad Moon, 1996. Wow. Mm. <sighs> Finger looking good. No I'm DQs. Not, no, it's it's not a DQ. And what you wanted to hire? I it didn't make my list. What? But it's underlined on my thing because it is really good. So I never saw it. Neither did I. And I was like, what's this? I saw it on Shutter, and I was like, check this out. Yeah. I was wow. like, 96? I don't know. Werewolf 96? I had a blast with this. A blast. I, I really liked it. For, um, and it's a big studio movie? Yeah. And like, <laughs> you could tell, especially for the time here, so being 96, and just everything about, about it that was just like screaming. They were trying to cash in on the success of like Jurassic Park, Congo, all those like wilderness adventure movies but it's a werewolf version of that oh my god i loved it the uh tagline half man half wolf total terror <laughs> um the dennis the menace kid being in it didn't bother looking up his name because he's dennis menace kid. he's dennis menace kid yep you're right and uh it was great seeing him again i was like god damn haven't seen this kid since i busted out the old dennis the menace clamshell taste like paint <laughs> <laughs> walter Matthau, right <laughs> walter Matthau. Oh, man. Yeah, this one didn't make my list. Um, first of all, sexy as all hell. So, in the first opening scene, two minutes. That's a that's a nice little sexy. Yeah, some good sexing. Um, and some good gore. This movie. She did, gets shredded. Yeah. And the, then the, the, the finish where he just like smacks her into the ground. Yeah. The werewolf. Yeah. That's good. Th- this movie. Do- there's a. There's a lot of great gore in this movie. This movie doesn't. It was that. straight up slasher. But I with think werewolf. if this isn't a WB movie, this is a Warner Brothers movie. If this is not a Warner Brothers movie, none of that shit gets in. Because I think it's Warner Brothers. They were just yeah. like, yeah, it's Warner yeah. Brothers. Let it go. Like there's intestines out at one mm-hmm. point. Uh, yeah, she just gets bitch slapped to the ground by the wolf. Um, when he kills the the con man guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a lot of good stuff. Here's why it didn't make my list. And it's a nitpicky reason. I didn't like that it was like man versus dog. The dog. I didn't see. I didn't like that. Like normally. That Thor was awesome. No, I'm not going to argue that. But I'm saying normally in these kind of movies, it's like the Snoopy kid that finds out he's a werewolf and he has to stop him. And this, it's like the dog's 
what sixth sense or whatever that tells him he's a werewolf and it's just this dude the gist of the movie is it's a, it's a werewolf trope i know i'm a werewolf i need to protect everybody from me i need to go live in a trailer go live in a trailer or handcuff myself or get in a cage and like the dog won't let him because the dog's just being super protective and i was like that's like kind of a weak like this family's gonna mm, i I can't say spoilers spoilers this this family's gonna get attacked because this dog won't let this guy out of his trailer (laughs) like i was like this is a little Oh, no, I mean, I thought it was a great story. Also, he kept talking shit to the dog, which was really, like, it was bad but funny. So here's the thing, and I got to find this book. Thor, it's called Thor. Yeah, but do you know, so I can't find it, It, uh, hundreds, hundreds of dollars for the paperback, Mm. Um, but I I have faith, and I can feel it in my soul that on one of these thrift store, used bookstore trips, I'm going to stumble across this thing. I hope you do. I always hope that like... Apparently I'll, the book is way more detailed and way more so in-depth. I've you get, never like, the, heard of this, but so do you know what the deals with the book? Yeah. It's all from Thor's perspective. Right. It's all the dog's point of view. It's yeah. His thoughts, his... Yeah. yeah. And the family's bigger too. It's like a five-person family. That's super this. interesting. Yeah. Like, I, I agree. Like, I, that's, I think, why it didn't work in the movie because all you're seeing is just... They were just trying to focus on the dog. But right. I, and then the, the kid breaking the dog out of the pound. Hey, what was wrong with that? <laughs> it was just so, they they made it seem like they live hundreds of miles away from civilization. He was a bike ride down the street. <laughs> uh, but no, I did like it a lot. I liked it a lot. This is going to be a frequent watch. And that movie. actor who played uh the Uncle Ted, Uncle Ted yeah. awesome. I need to look into him and find some more stuff I don't, he's in. So I did look into him. Nothing but like straight to TV movies and a lot of sci-fi original movies. Okay. With like, you know, all the animal attack type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like oh. two-headed python, whatever. Yeah, I, th- I, would, uh, I would... He was good in this, though. No, like, I would highly suggest this to anybody that's... He was really good. Yeah. So, um, I have two more things on this. So, the the director and uh, writer... Er- Eric Red. Eric Red also wrote Near Dark. Yes. Also wrote The Hitcher. Also wrote a little gem called Blue Steel. Mm-hmm. So... Good on him. Not much as far as directing other than this. The only reason that this wasn't higher on my list and I was really tempted to put it higher is that I think just because of budget reasons and not getting a good effects person, the transformation was pretty awful. But the wolf looked great. The wolf looked great. The transformation was, was not bad. Good. Yeah. Um, but the wolf looked great. I think they were using some of he that. He looked tech- like Night of the Demons. Right? Yeah. Like the yeah. teeth. Yeah. And, yeah. That, that's what I re- was reminded of. Um, Bad transformation. I think, like I said, they didn't have anybody with the, enough practical uh, savvy, and then they were using some of the technology that was starting to blow up in like Jurassic Park and stuff, and just didn't quite know how to mm-hmm. execute it. The other thing that uh, the, the, just to be nitpicky again, uh, something that bothered me with the movie is Uncle Ted's demeanor, much like uh, Mighty Ducks in Cursed. He didn't have. He wanted to protect them. But then there was a point where he kind of became an asshole for no reason. Well, I think that was going into the, the whole, like, the werewolf thing was starting to drive him mad. Okay. I get. That's I, what I got from I it. mean, I, I, I get. I just didn't see it because it's like. Because he very subtly started being. But, like, when he starts staring at his sister, like, very. Uh, yeah, but I think that gets into, like, the primal dog thing. 
Ah, uh, see, I didn't think about. It. All right, that's yeah, a, yeah that's good. And I bet like, you in the book that's like a thing. Because then, like, um, because I started coming out, was he started like subtly having issues with Thor the dog, right? And then Thor pissed on his trailer, and he right. went out and pissed on his house. Like, well, that was after he got him locked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got the dog locked up. Yeah, called the 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 dog. Fu- Actually, he doesn't. He makes the dog attack him. Are we in rain delay? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're in rain delay. Um. Yeah, he provokes the dog. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, I loved it. I really did. This made doing this whole list worthwhile. Yeah, Because I, w- I don't know if I would have discovered this otherwise. When I put it on. I don't know how I missed this for so When long. I put it on and saw Warner Brothers, I was almost like, ugh. And then it starts. I'm like, all right, sexy. All right, you, you can get away with sexy. Does that mean the rest of the movie is going to be beat? And then, no, nah, man, they just they bring it. Um, I think I saw a little interview with the, the Eric Red, the director, and he was like, I did it that way because this movie needed to start with a bang. Like, I needed to make sure that people were going to want to porn, but he did a nice job on that. It was sensual. Mm-hmm. And it was out of nowhere, too. Like, what'd she say? She's like, we're like 20 miles from Calcutta. Uh, yeah, that was the other thing. There, there are this encampment, <laughs> and they're surrounded, surrounded by all these indigenous people, and they're just, just railing, railing <laughs> in a tent, like doing all kinds of wacky stuff. And he blow he blows the wolf's head off with a shotgun. It's a good it's yeah, a good it's a good yeah. headshot. That's yeah. a, it's a nice that's nice. Um, man, I'm I'm shocked it made your list, but I'm glad it did. I really liked it. I, I loved, loved it. it a lot. I really loved it. I liked it a lot. Uh, where are we at here? Five. That was Four. six. Four. Oh boy, S- stuff's getting knocked off the list. Yeah, stuff is gonna get knocked off the list. And, and I'm, uh, I'm scared. There's one I'm okay with getting knocked off that I thought you wouldn't be, but the the. I mean, my top four should not. There they, is they, actually so. There's one. I will say that is. Usually, I, it would be an automatic, but I I wouldn't be mad if it got knocked off the list because I think it's the sister movie to another one that's. Don't even, dude. You're making me nervous. All right. If, if what you're talking about is what I, what I think, that's like the top two movies. All right. Well. I hate when you do this to me. That's what it's all about. Number four. Number four, Jeff's pick, Dog Soldiers. Fuck you, dude. What? You're knocking off one of the great movies. What am to I put on Dog Soldiers at you number four. You don't know. I could still bring it No, on. something's getting knocked off. There's only there's only three spots left, and there's four movies. Oh, well, I'm going to guess... eat my grapes and watch you guys. <laughs> it's just, you uh... fucked up, dude. <laughs> you fucked I, fuck I want to hear your reason how one of these four movies isn't going to Sure you don't others. want to put that DQ in, Vinny? I can't DQ. It's a werewolf movie, but... Dog Soldiers was like the first. Well, now that I saw Bad Moon, I guess it kind of changed. <laughs> but I was gonna say that was like the first good werewolf movie since like the '80s. It is great effects wise. It is great. Wait, unless you're dropping something. No, there's another one in the 2000s. Is very important. I didn't see it till after I saw Dog Soldiers. I know what you're talking about. All right, continue. I saw Dog Soldiers first. Stress me out. I love stressing him out. His whole life is a ball of stress. It's amazing. Um, it's just like this crazy new take on on the werewolf genre where it's not so much a horror movie as it is an action movie. Never in my life had I seen that before. It's it's aliens, but with werewolves. Right. And like the whole like uh the mystery and the surrounding of the house and then, like, you find out, like, the mission was to, to to capture these people. Then the reveal of, like, the 
Final Wolf. Like, there's a lot of really good stuff going on in this movie. It really, like, like I said, when I saw it, I was skeptical because I was in that boat where I was like, well, there hasn't been a good werewolf movie in forever. Like, nobody does good werewolf movies. It just doesn't happen. But, like, dude, the, the werewolf effects alone in this are awesome. Like, the giant, like, eight-foot werewolf in, like, the, the shadow with the light beam. Like, oh, there's, there's so much good stuff in here. The acting's really good. Um, and then, reading about it, in America, talking about sci-fi animal attacks movie, this, in the UK, was a theatrical release. When it came to America, it, it debuted on the sci-fi channel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Oh wait, I think I kind of remember that. Yeah. That would make sense. I mean, it's it's just a really well-done movie in general. Well, it was really well done. I mean, it was number 6 on my list. All right. Well, it's only number 4 on mine. And you're knocking off an amazing movie. Put it there. <sighs> I don't think I am. With your fucking wolf cop. But he's a wolf cop. We'll say something nice about Dog Soldiers. Really enjoyed Dog Soldiers. When I first saw this, I thought this should be a video game. Hmm. That's a good call. Be a fun video game. Um, I like the unique story take on on Werewolf. You know, so like, like we talked about, or uh, elite soldiers against werewolves trapped in the house. Uh, do you like the way the werewolves look in this? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but no, there's no transformation, right? I think you see a little bit of the chick. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the only beef I have with this that I put it at number six is I find it to be a little boring. Hmm. There's a lot of almost like the whole crew being bill paxton like oh no what do we do we're stuck in this house and there's there's all these shit going on no man don't go out in the house oh man we're stuck in this house what do we do um that's my only knock on it okay and that and that part of it, it's relatively brief but like it kind of every time i rewatch this that part that 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 section of the movie loses me i'm like i don't, I don't care let's, let's just get to the part with the werewolf <laughs> well then just start it with the last 20 minutes jesus christ Somebody's twisting your arm to watch the whole thing. Well, I'm in it to win it. I don't just start a movie to fast forward it. Yeah, you start a movie and fall asleep. I know. I've been there. I do do that sometimes. All the time. All the time? You at least fall asleep for 10 minutes of a movie every time we watch one. No. Do you remember any of Neon Maniacs? Who? Exactly. My point. What the hell is that? We watched Neon Maniacs one night, and you were asleep within the first like twenty-five minutes. I don't even know what that movie is. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's not good, but it's fun. <laughs> where, where was this at? At your house in Coatesville. We went to Lancaster Brewing. Oh my God, I remember shit like you don't even know. This is why I'm so good with directions. Went to Lancaster Brewing for dinner. We got wings and beers. We watched the uh, Packers beat the Cowboys on like a last-minute field goal in the playoffs, and went back to your house and watched Neon, Mani- Neon Maniacs. You're a weirdo. I know. My memory is so good, but if you ask me tomorrow what I did tonight, I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> I actually am scared now. All right, on to number three. It's getting a little crazy in here. Uh, there's a there's a little friction 
between the two of you. I'm staring darts through you right now. Yeah, but I think it's... darts through me. I, I was going to say, I was, I'm thinking it's more Vinny <laughs> staring World darts staring through you. Darts through you. Yeah. All right. So we're on to number... I'm going to turn to a werewolf. We're on to number three. This a is sexy werewolf? Yes. This is Vinny's pick, Silver Bullet 1985. No arguments here. So, this one. But this is where it gets subjective. That's what I'm saying. That's why the list... This is one of the, the, the most heated lists. I really feel like, and so for our audience, we had to pause to argue about this list and then continue the argument outside. And we were talking about what's being left off the list. There's another one that I forgot. Okay. Um, so Silver Bullet, Stephen King, Jim. It is 80s through and through. My favorite kind of just that 80s feel and atmosphere to it. The cheese the um the practical effects and gore is awesome and what really puts the top of the list for me is gary Busey alone oh yeah uncle red i mean he is just something else in this i really think gary Busey didn't as far as i know didn't really start being talked about as being uh wackadoodle until later but i think they discovered it in this one they're like hey this guy is a psychopath Let's just like let him loose and let him ad lib and do what he wants the entire movie, because. But he's so I mean, charming about it. Yeah, but in the beginning when he's when he's playing cards with the nephew, like that is just some wacky shit. And he's slugging the bottle of Jack Daniels the whole time in front of the nephew. Like it's it's just something else. It's a different time, different time. Um, I love how he builds him the new silver bullet. Such a cool scene when the kid goes riding and he's like, "Don't go too fast." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this thing will fuck you up. <laughs> Spent a lot of time on this deal. And uh, yeah, their their relationship and their friendship is just awesome. Um, just a little thing that I really like. I love the Peacemaker. Uh, the bartender is a, fam- a famous character out there. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, it's Bob Clark. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Peacemaker bat. I love that. The... Uh, it's only a brief part with the uh, kid and his little girlfriend, but her awful father is just something of all kinds of 1980s inappropriateness oh, yeah. I will never see again. Yeah. <laughs> Damn handicap. I'll probably end up on welfare. <sighs> Oof. Oofa. <laughs> they, they did not give a damn back uh, then. It's amazing. Like, how did, like, it's just so weird that no one cared. It's not like was it, it okay or was it or was like was this the kind of stuff where parents were like oh no you can't see that because of this but then even how we're adults just like yeah well or was it just like they this is how you portray a raging asshole by having them say this kind of thing and yeah just, and it was because like, it's not like your hero was saying that kind of stuff it wasn't something you heard every day it, the internet has really ruined that like I said with language it's like any idiot with a, a Instagram or Twitter or whatever can go on and say whatever they want back in the eighties. It was like, I just heard that in a movie. You might not even know, like you may not have known what, you know, some sort of weird racist term that somebody said in the movie. And then you say it out in public and people are like, Whoa. Yeah. And that's how you learned. Um, I love the bar scene where they're kind of like, there's two bar scenes where they're kind of getting ready to form the mob and it's just like this this group of heathens like all different kinds of people 
uh, the little boy who gets killed, his father is just like a whack job. Yeah, he's um, just ready to kill yeah. everything. And when they form the mob and go out, that the whole like fog werewolf hunting scene is super cool and super creepy. Um, and then what really puts this one up there for me, not only Gary Busey, but the the Church of Wolves scene. I love that scene. Mm. That one grabbed me as a kid. And to this day, I just I really love that one where they're all transforming at once. And it's just it's just a dream sequence, but it's really well put together. And it's all all practical, obviously, and really well done. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. Great movie. Um, everybody at work. This was his favorite book as a child. So, I mean, it, it carries weight. Um, the movie itself, I mean, yeah, it's great. I mean, I only watched it for the first time semi-recently. We talked about it before when I finally watched it. I think it was was it around Halloween last year or something like that. Or this that year. That was the first time you saw it? Last year? I don't remember. It was either this year or last year. But, yeah, hmm. it was the first time I saw it. Um, and I fell in love with it immediately. It's it's hard not to. Like I said, Red's like – he. he it's like he reminds me of me. You know what I mean? He's like the charming asshole. Like he's he's an asshole, but he's got a heart of gold. Yeah. Like he doesn't mean to be shitty, but it happens because, you know, he loves the booze. <laughs> and, yeah, the relationship with the Corey, Corey uh, Feldman. No, Haim. I'm sorry, Corey Haim. Yeah, Haim. Corey Haim. Um, yeah, Haim is a oh, – what a just sympathetic child actor. I mean, he could do it all. Um. The only thing that's missing from this movie really is is Feldman, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason this one doesn't get... Well, I mean, it is high. It's number three on my list. But the wolf's pretty bad in this one. Yeah, it's not the greatest. Yeah. It looks like a big, fluffy teddy bear kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's that's one of my things like with werewolf movies. Um, sometimes they're really good. And the wolf is laughable, and it kind of ruins the movie. Sometimes it's uh, a good movie, but they don't take it serious. Like the, the the werewolf genre itself has a lot of flaws in it for whatever reason. It, it's it's like people don't want to take it serious. They can't find the tone. They want to make it like a horror comedy, but they don't execute it well. Um, there's always that boy who cried wolf aspect to it. Uh, there's like 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 the tropes, like the the werewolf who, it's the guy that knows the werewolf. He's trying to protect everybody from himself, but he can't. Um, the the silver bullet in this one is kind of like the huge deal, obviously, like the, yeah. the, the literal bullet itself. Um, sometimes the silver doesn't even matter. Like it's it's a weird genre in that it just. Vampires are vampires. Zombies are zombies. The werewolf kind of gets like, uh, this is what we're going to do. Folklore, yeah. yeah, this is what we're going to do with this werewolf. And this one, um, you have the big battle, the big climax, and then it just ends. Like, bull to the werewolf, over. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Wrap it up. Yeah. Something that we need to learn to do on this show. And the, the twist that it was the reverend was was a good twist. Yeah. 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 At the time, especially probably, people were like, what? I mean, even me, when I watched it, you know, recently, it was like, oh, okay. I really didn't like, because you don't see that coming. It's not obvious. Um, I forget what the tell is. 
the the girl, the daughter is bringing something to the church. It's like clothes or something, right? For, for, like, for like the like homeless a, uh, or for a drive or something yeah, or, yeah. or books. But I forget. Wh- oh, because the um, so he shoots the firework into the werewolf's eye, and that's how they're going to find the werewolf. They kn- he knows he did that. He's like, we got to find someone with a injured eye, and they're going all around town, knocking on doors just to, just to see people. And then they didn't find anybody. It's kind of de-escalating. And then she goes to the church to drop off the goods that she got. And there's the priest gardening with a big eye patch. Right. And then bum, bum, bum. Oy. That's um, a goodie. That fireworks scene, too, with the kid. It, it just, there's a lot of nostalgia. It, makes, it reminds you of when you were a kid. I love when movies do that. When he's just sitting there by himself on the bridge lighting off fireworks. And then when the werewolf comes, it's terrifying. Good stuff. Yeah, Good well, stuff. I mean, you know, they don't make them like they used to. Now they're just trying to appeal to everybody. It's, you yeah, know, there what, is like no I nostalgia said, in movies anymore. Yeah, it's just like, hey, what's going on right now? What's popular? Tamagotchis? Cool. Tamagotchis. <laughs> yeah, remember Virtual Pets? They were the shit. All right, so we're moving along to number two here. And I can tell you right now, there's a couple big ones that are not going to be on this list. One in particular. And I'm sorry to anyone who's upset, but we will address them, I promise you. But this movie that's about to be announced changed changed the game for me, literally uh, two nights ago. Producer, give it to us. All right. So the number two, Jeff's pick, Late Phases, a.k.a. Night of the Wolf. Yeah. This movie blew me away. This is probably the best acted independent movie I've seen in my life. Period. Um, It's got Ethan Embry, uh, Nick Demichi, I believe is how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. But his performance is outstanding. He is a blinded Vietnam vet. He's in the late phases of his life. He moves into a retirement community and they get attacked by werewolves basically. And, uh, it is kind of, it's more of a mystery than anything else. It's him as a blind man trying to figure out who the werewolf, like there's no like, and that's what's great, because he's a reasonable guy. He came from the real world. He was in Vietnam. This stuff happens, and he knows. Like They're like, this attack happens. It seems to happen once a month, and last night was a full moon. And he basically prepares himself for the next full moon. He um, trains himself. He, he gets his silver bullets. There's all this just great acting along the way. I, I really recommend watching it just for just for the performance he puts out. Uh, it's super good. Tom Noonan from the Monster Squad. He is Frankenstein in the Monster Squad. He plays uh, the priest in it. It's uh, just an amazing, like, just to watch the conversations they have. I don't know, man. It hit me in a certain way. And I was like, wow, this changes the game because I knew it was going to knock one or two big ones off. And one, I, I, I stand by wholeheartedly, even if it doesn't make this list, I will talk about it in 
extensive shit after the uh, list itself. But like I said, this just the effects. The wolf is awesome. The gore is there. The emo. There's like a lot of emotion going on. There is just there's so much happening in this movie and then the end is such a great payoff um when you find out who the wolf is and like what's happening um it kind of breaks breaks back to like medieval stuff it it brings in this whole notion of like the bite of the werewolf he you know this this guy um he gets scared basically he he knows that he has been found out so he starts biting residents to make like an army of werewolves hmm. and now this blind vietnam vet is gonna like take them down he's got like booby traps set um he's a we- he's a weapons expert um he goes to like the, the gunsmith like the, there's so many charming parts in the movie like when he goes and talks to the gunsmith and stuff to get the silver bullets made and stuff like that i i highly 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 recommend this movie if you just don't even care about horror or werewolves it's such a good movie um and i know Vinny when we were arguing outside it's like i didn't i should have rewatched it i only i only caught bits and pieces of it it is um it was a game changer for me i was like man this movie's too good it can't be high on the list wait low on the list <laughs> it yeah. should be low on the it, list yeah it's low on the list no, no, it should. It's too high. It should have been lower. It should. This should be where Wolf Cop is. No, no, no. I think it's it's too good of a movie overall. And then the werewolf effects being very good, and the what lore. Year is this? Twenty fourteen. Oh, so it's all. So you you were impressed with CGI werewolf? Uh, I don't. It's not CGI. Oh really? All, yeah, it's it's. All right, that's interesting. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, the, the Nick Dim, Dim, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, and I'm sorry. Nick Demichi, he's an actor from like Stakeland, but he's he's mostly like a writer and stuff. But he pl- he plays this guy, just old school, hard nosed New York dude, Ambrose McKinley. He was in Nam, lost his sight when he came back, and like his life has just been kind of like, I hate everything. And there's a lot of emotion going on. There's a lot of, like, um, he doesn't play like the it was a werewolf thing. He just knows something was going on, and he keeps up with the police and his family. And he never says anything that makes people think he's crazy. But people, like, the things he does is what people are like, uh, all right, this is just an old crazy man. And obviously he's not. Uh I can't recommend it enough. I, I was really high on this, and that's you know clear. All right. Well, I will take the positive from this and take that it'll be another fun gem for me to uncover, especially in the werewolf genre. I will add this to my watch list. Maybe I'll, I'll boot Teen Wolf tonight because I've already seen that. I'll give this a watch tonight, if not tomorrow. Um. I don't agree with a couple what I feel are classics and staples being booted from the list, but we'll see. I will definitely watch this because this is, uh, I don't remember the last time I saw you so highly recommend a movie, especially the way you address it saying, listen, I don't care if you're a fan of horror, a fan of werewolves, you must watch this movie. I don't remember you standing on, on your hill 
like that for a movie before. I very rarely, if I'm laying down watching a movie, I will very, very rarely get up and sit on the edge of my seat. And I did for this. Wow. All yeah. right. What did Pagas think? She did not watch it with me. Hmm. Uh, I watched. It. I'm actually glad I watched this one alone because it, you get, it, like, get the full. Yeah, and it, it's emotional. It's 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 a good movie. Um, hmm. I I don't know. You know, maybe it bumps some classics off, but they're classics for a reason. Like they don't they transcend a list. I don't know. I I always feel like sometimes you bitch at me for like putting certain movies on the list but i'm like man the, the point of the list for me is to, to tell people like hey there's these movies out here you know you're gonna know about some of these but like i want you to at least find one that Do you're people like, know about wolf cop i don't think anybody knows about wolf cop what are you talking about i love canadian stuff that's the problem Nobody we got wolf cop as soon as it came out yeah i did mm. you think joe schmo and Producer? Where are our listeners, producer? <laughs> Do um, we have listeners anymore? So, I'll be watching. Yes, you should. Uh, who was the director again? I can't remember his name. He's done a couple things, but... He hasn't anything... Nothing, really? Yeah, nothing that's been like, oh, he did this. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, for to do such a, a good movie, and that's weird that he wouldn't do another project. All right, number one. I feel like it's pretty obvious, but I'm excited to talk about it. All right. The number one pick this Vinny gets for the evening, an American werewolf in London. Wow. I didn't think you were going to go there. You put me in a tough spot. I did. So I put... so. What many would regard as the top two movies both came out in 1981, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. What, a, what a great year for werewolves. I put this one ahead because I like the horror comedy aspect of it. It's very good. Very the well other done. one didn't have that at all. No. Um, this is like in many ways, along with Evil Dead, the birth of horror comedy. I mean, other than... Uh, What's it called? Yeah, like, Abbott Costello. Yeah, Abbott Costello. Yeah. But like, you know, what we know as horror comedy, this is kind of like the foundation of it. Yeah. Uh, and it's just such a well-made movie. The effects, other than just the werewolf stuff, are awesome. Uh, like some of like the undead uh, stuff the, going the on. The crazy Nazi the, zombies. The scarring stuff. Yeah. Um. And also, this one might be the only werewolf movie I can think of that, like, when I first saw it as a kid, and even now as an adult, like, has a scene that genuinely scares me and puts me on the edge of my seat, even though I've seen it a million times. That first attack when they're the, when they're walking through the, when they're walking the farm or whatever, yeah, like they're kind of like lay hard about like, oh, what's that noise? Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, let's just keep moving. And you're like, oh, it's it's surrounding us, like. All right, well, uh, just keep walking. And then, like, yeah. you know, when he, he falls and he goes to pick him up and he runs and leaves his Jack. friend, and he's like, Jack, and he goes <laughs> yeah. back. I mean, it's it's very, it's it's tense stuff, even, like, on many rewatches. It's still a very tense scene. And then, I mean, the transformation is unbelievable. Out. 
I of think this world. I think some of the transformation stuff in the howling is in some ways better, but this is it's such a long the whole process. I think it's three, you're like three minutes of a continuous shot. Yeah, yeah, you're like feeling all the pain of them being transformed mm-hmm. as the audience. It's very well lit and in daylight, which is a whole other and the, the, level. The whole lead up with Bad Moon Rising playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love those letterbox reviews where people just write witty stuff, and someone wrote like, "Oh, let's just see." We can fit every song that has to do with the moon into one movie. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, I mean that transformation is just unbelievable. But I love all the Jack stuff. The oh, the Jack stuff's the best. The Jack his, visiting his, the hospital. His deteriorating body, like it just gets worse every time he sees him. Yeah, and that's clever. Like yeah. I don't think a lot of people would have thought to do that. that yeah, that's fun. The hospital scene is really great. Like where he's laying down, like. What's going on with having to, uh, you know, get rid of the werewolf bloodline and how he's going to have to die. And then I love the scene in the porn theater. Yes. Where Jack's like super undead. Yes. Well, that's there's so many like low key visual jokes in this and jokes in general, like in the porn theater uh, when he's him and Jack are talking and Jack brings all like the people he had mauled the night before as a wolf. And he says something like, um. He's like, well, you didn't have to bring all your dead friends. And the one like leans over and corrects him. He goes, undead. <laughs> like it's, it, it, but it's so like subtle and like you, if it's like a blink and you miss it kind of thing. Yeah. Like, if you weren't thinking about it, you wouldn't realize it was a joke. And I love <laughs> the guy from the subway. Yeah. And he's like super serious. I, I forget what he, I forget what he calls him. Like uh, something with being ugly. And he's like, and he's like, ah, uh, that's your friend. I'm your victim yeah. of your carnivorous lunar practices <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah, everyone's very insulted that they were they were killed the night before. Uh the like the homeless guys. <laughs> yeah. Like well, they're like he's like, You need to kill yourself. He's like, Well what's a painful way to do it? A, a bullet. <laughs> Shoot yourself in the head. And like he's like, We can hang yourself. He's like, No, no, then you might choke to death. That wouldn't be very painless. Then the the homeless guys just start going off with like every like everything you can think of like jump in front of a car. <laughs> um, it's a great movie. Great, it's, movie. it's really a gem. Also, sexy beast <laughs> leaves yeah. the hospital, goes home with the nurse. Yeah, so that's the other thing. Tragic love story. Yeah. Very quick love story. I don't know if love happens that fast. Only yeah, in the but movies. it was it's still like. Sad that she has to be the one to, yeah. Put I mean, him, that him, closing scene, she is ba- like her performance crying is like so wrenching. And then to just jump to the credits with the ball, 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 the dang, 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 the blue moon. I was like, I feel like I still like go, like, oh, Candace, what are you doing? Yeah, it's like that's that's my that's like it was my number one, whatever. But like the movie is just so landis, like that's what I was saying, like. To not t- it's the case where he's not taking it seriously, but it's still working. But like he's clearly just not taking any of it serious until the the transformation, obviously, and he starts mauling everybody. But like the whole thing is just like the the bar, the slaughtered lamb people like arguing about sending him out there for like twenty minutes after they've already sent him out there. 
Yeah, it's all it, like quiet. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's I like he's gone. Any, I he, didn't hear anything. Yeah, but then they, I mean they come to save him. Well, yeah, you know, reluctantly. Yeah, um, like all the the hospital stuff with him and like the the embassy guy played by Frank Oz, who's like trying to tell him like, oh, we called we called your parents and uh and your friend Jack's parents too, and he's like freaking out. He's like, oh, so ungrateful. Like, yeah, there's a lot of just there's a lot of Landis comedy in it. I love. I mean, I love it. It's a great movie. Oh yeah, great, great number one. I think it's the only number one. Um, only maybe matched by what you said, The Howling. So, also sexy beast. Oh yeah, a lot of sexy beasts. Yeah, this is this is a this is a werewolf pack, yeah. a whole town of them. Um. The story's not as fun in this one. The story drags a little bit in this one. But I think the werewolf stuff in this one is just The werewolf stuff bounds. is good. I don't understand. I, I mean, I guess it's not meant to be understood. But you have the title, The Howling. Why the, the try and play with the serial killer stuff? Like in the opening, yeah, or and then how they revisit it. Yeah, like if it was called something else, and you were like, "Oh, it's a serial killer movie," and then it became a werewolf movie, that'd be nuts. But it's called The Howling, like you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe just gritty serial killer cop movies of in New York City, where like the or is it, is it New York or L.A.? Or I think it's West Coast. I think it's West Coast. Uh, L.A. Um, yeah, I think it's like San Francisco or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what the lead-in is with that. I get there's just to be different, but uh, I mean, it's Joe Dante. I mean, he also does the horror comedy thing extremely well. Didn't bring it up in this one. This is a straight-up comedy. The Howling. It's a black comedy to the fullest, my man. I don't get any comedy from it. Wow, well, you're not watching it. Have you seen The Howling? Yeah. Well, here's the problem with The Howling. Maybe you're mistaking it with one of its eight sequels. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. I've seen very few of the sequels. Oh, my God. Eight sequels. And the only one I, I can remember, uh, I was telling you outside as we were arguing, is the one with Chris Lee where um, the credits is, the whole credits is just that um, Sybil Danning ripping her shirt open for like five minutes. Nah. Uh, what was that? Three? Two? I don't even remember don't which know. one it is. But it's Christopher Lee literally apologized for being in it because it was so bad. <laughs> but eight sequels. How many sequels does American Werewolf have? One? Yeah, American Warrior from Paris. Or yeah. Is that a remake? I've never seen it. I think it's a sequel. I've never seen it. Uh, yeah, me neither. I, I, with, I, I've uh, never heard anything good about it. It's with the dude from uh, that thing you do, right? The drummer guy. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's a werewolf movie. You should have watched it. So, yeah, the transformation of werewolves off in this one, I, I think, is just completely top notch. Um, the way that the snout like extends is crazy. I just love. I don't know. I love. Yeah, the, I love the, the spine, in this. the elongating of the at, like abdomen, and yeah, everything about it's just, oh, it's great, and and it's such a a fun, like I said, it's like a, a funny build up where he's just like trying to keep himself occupied in the apartment, and then he just starts freaking out, and there you go, he leaves the apartment, and viciously murders people. Like the tone differences are insane, <laughs> like from. That like uh, uh trying to I'm not hungry. Why am I not hungry? And he starts like sweating and like freaking out, and it's just like brutal murders on a bunch of people. Wakes up in the fucking wolf pen at the zoo, butt ass naked, mm-hmm. <laughs> then, like talking to the wolves. 
like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, perhaps I can get your number. I'll, I'll call you later. <laughs> and like goes home um, only to discover that he murdered all those people. So we are into the discards. I'm going to bring up the one that I'm upset I didn't make the list but late like i said late phases changed the game and it really uh hurt this movie particularly because of its early 2000s-ness i guess you could say uh ginger snaps another great one great one absolutely great uh a victim of its time for sure why uh it's very early 2000s extremely oh you mean like uh, yeah the tone and mm-hmm. yeah, everything about it. Um, the warped view of high school. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman I was speaking of earlier from Wolf Cop, he is the little douchey kid in this that she assaults in the backseat of the car and makes a werewolf. Um, but I think my biggest gripe with this, if you look at the rest of the list, is... There's not a full-blown, and this isn't a knock by any means. I'm just saying, like, if you look at everything else on the list, there's not, like, this full-blown transformation. She's just slowly becoming a werewolf, yeah. Yeah. And then I guess I like the spin on, like, having the added threat that once you turn, you don't turn back. Right, you're just a wolf at that point. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's different, um... You know, the movie starts with, what, the Beast of Bailey Downs. And it's just what you assume, I guess, is another person that had been turned into a werewolf and they've been just killing all the local dogs. Um, Great movie. Uh, Super teen angsty. um, more for the ladies, I guess you could say. It has a lot to do with the... Some would say this is a period piece. Ooh, very good, very good. I was uh, <laughs> I was struggling for a joke, but you got it. <laughs> very good. Um, it's two sequels. How do you feel? I love them both. I have loved the second one. Haven't seen the third. The second one is more of a ghost story to me. I really like the third one. A lot of people hate it. I don't know why it gets so much hate. Um, I that guess one's actually a period piece. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing about the third one, which is weird, is not like a full-blown werewolf. He's like a mutant werewolf thing. I don't know. It's, uh, it's worth watching, I say, so whatever. I don't like the look of the werewolf in this one. Just like the big, overgrown It looks wolf. like a sweaty, hairless werewolf. I don't like that. All right. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, like I said, that's my only real knock is it's not a, it is a metaphor for, you know, the women's. <laughs> but, yeah, there's no full, like, full moon transformation. It's just, like, yeah. the phases of her cycle uh, make her more and more like a wolf. Uh, another one that we talked about earlier for a second, Curse of the Werewolf. Um, or do we was that outside? I don't even remember now. No, we talked about. It. Okay, yeah, Curse the Werewolf, Hammer Films, Werewolf movie, very strange. Like, like the wolf looks good. It's you know your typical Wolfman stuff, but it's set in like 1600 Spain. 
It's kind of a boring yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a little boring. Yeah. Um, now, The Wolf Man, I always found is a boring movie, but you had another opinion on that. I, I've, so, you know, I watched through most of the, if not all the Universal Monster movies and most of their sequels. And Wolfman, for some reason, I always kind of poo-pooed. But I gave it a rewatch. It's a, it's a very crisp, like, 62 minutes as a feature-length movie. So I gave it a quick rewatch uh, for list purposes. And I really enjoyed it on this rewatch. I mean, it's it's very well made. And the it's very atmospheric. And uh, I brought this up to Jeff, and he's right in, in that all of them have great cinematography. But this one in particular really like captivate captivating cinematography and what the fuck Phillies. Um like the fourth bub. <clears throat> yeah, but they're gonna let freaking David Price hit a double and RBI. You gotta be kidding me. So old. Um Yeah, I had a new newfound respect for it. And it's like I mean there was were of movies before this, but it's kind of like the foundation and birthplace of it all. Yeah, I have to give another watch and look at it from that lens because I usually look at it like from that, like uh, this is just boring. But it is so short that it's like, eh, whatever. But when I think about the universals and I think about like you said, like beautifully shot, I'm always thinking about like Bride Frankenstein, Dracula, Invisible Man, Invisible. Yeah, they're all just shot so well. So like for some reason, like just the the mummy's bo- boring. The I like the mummy. You don't like the mummy. The mm. Hammer Mummy is much better. Curse of the Mummy. That's that's Christopher Lee. That's I don't really have much uh, Hammer experience. I love Hammer. Well, after this, like, binge watch those Hammer box sets one one night, mm. there's a lot of good movies just that you wouldn't even know. Like, uh, Christopher Lee. Um, I'm not going to remember what the hell it's called, too. Damn it. No, I'll, I'll find it out after the show. Um, it... <laughs> So I stayed away from all those classics, though, because I always look at, like, the 60s and 70s with, like, all these, like, schlocky movies, like Werewolves on Wheels. Like, where... Oh, no. I'm just saying, they're werewolf movies, right? Like, I was a teenage werewolf with Michael Landon from, like, uh, Bonanza and Little House on the Prairie. Like, just this these schlocky... I think there's an 80s one called, like, My Mom is a Werewolf or My Stepmom's a Werewolf or something like that. Like, these schlocky, just boo-boo ass movies where they were like yeah what would be funny yeah we'll make her a werewolf all right cool calico's gonna be mad we didn't include world's werewolves london. london i know i know that's on my that's on my watch that's list. like from the 30s though dude that's like super yeah. old uh he would also be mad i mean not that it would be part of this list but he'd be like why, why didn't you include london after midnight it's like well it doesn't exist dude like it's available in stills <laughs> <laughs> he's a purist though that's why i love him uh he's a universal and Godzilla guy through and through. Um, have we mentioned that you can get tattooed by him on Friday the 13th? What was it? $80. $80. Anything from his wall of to-do. Nice size tattoos for 80 bucks at Tattoo Alley. Hit him up on the Instagram, Calico Chris. He will make you look prettier than you are, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was talking earlier, like the one that I could do with that on the list was the howling because eight sequels man like you just lose that specialness of the first one like it's all right like i said i remember the shitty sequels more than the first one 
That's so bad, it's good. And <laughs> I have the ultimate. Where did you get comedy in The Howling? The Howling is a black comedy, my man. I can't think of a single part that... Well, it's not blatantly funny. It's a black comedy. <laughs> black comedies aren't like slapstick, like, hey, that was funny. No, I know, but I, I just can't think of any examples. Did you watch it? Yes, I watched it. Hmm. You don't think the end where everyone thinks it's a fucking joke that she turns into a werewolf and gets shot on air? That's black comedy. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Oh. If you're in the mood for So Bad It's Good, you're not going to want to see this movie. This movie is so bad it's bad. It was on Mystery Science Theater. It's called Arizona Werewolf, but I think on Mystery Science Theater it's just called Werewolf. Starring. You want to guess who it's starring? You, you couldn't even guess. If I gave you a thousand guesses. Seagal? No. Joe Estevez. Mm. Yeah. Martin Sheen's uh, brother. <laughs> Joe Estevez. It's terrible. Some of the worst... Just acting effect. Oh, that's that's why it's a mystery science theater movie. But if you watch the mystery science theater, it's so entertaining. The end is even worse. Like the end, it might be the worst ending of. No, I've seen a lot of bad endings, but it's a bad ending. I I have a couple movies on here I didn't watch, but I want it to get around to. Uh, Where did you see that? W E R. Mm. No. And. I am Lisa. Mm-mm. Yeah, there are two. I haven't seen them. I don't know if they're good, bad, indifferent. I just I got them on here. I just never got around to them. So there's one that I was debating putting on the list, but I didn't know if it would qualify as a DQ. Have you ever seen Wolfen? No, I've heard Very of it, good. though. It's like, uh, so I was worried it wouldn't qualify, but it's, it's like um, where people where people like uh, or i mean um what's the word they're not necessarily werewolves it's like they're like more like uh transforming into dogs uh, yeah you know, like, know that's like a gray area yeah um it's like, like a, an indigenous americans type thing mm, okay but it's super trippy wild cinematography and soundtrack and everything i mean it's definitely worth a watch it's, it's a very good movie yeah. i just didn't know if it would fit on this list. All right. And even if it did, it would fall in at like seven or six, but definitely worth a watch. All Wolfen. Right. We, uh, and we had this talk earlier, like, was it going to be wolf movies or just werewolves in general? Uh, cause I'd be remiss if I did not mention monster squad. Yes. Monster squad and trick or treat. Yeah. I like the werewolf stuff in that too. Yeah. I actually do like the, I don't like that movie, but the werewolf stuff's a fun little twist. Yeah. Um, because the whole like first half, I don't like that movie. I don't like it. I God think it's blessed. overrated. Uh, it's a Halloween classic, God No, it. it is not. Watch oh, it every Halloween. Stop it. Makes me feel like Halloween. Get me off my monster squad. I mean, Wolfman's got nards. Is there a more classic line? And Uncle Rico as the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, and I totally forgot to mention that Tom Noonan is Frankenstein in that. And he's in late... Did I say he was in Late Phases? Did I mention Tom yeah. Noonan? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Tom Noonan from... Monster Squad. He's also like a he's a big character actor, um, which reminds me, I had some stuff to show you about RoboCop Three, which what? is gonna blow your fucking mind. 
movie's pardon, not good. Pardon me. I know the movie's not good, but wait till you see the things I'm going to show you. Maybe we'll talk about it on another episode. Um, what do you got for the anything else before I get uh, um, before I intro your your ending beers? I think that's it for discard. Right. Let me go grab this. Yeah, get those. Beers. Get Tell those. the good people a story or something. I will. I will. Um, yeah, the werewolf genre, man. It, it's a it's a weird one. It's it's hard to get those solid movies. I feel like a lot of people get one or the other. They either have a good effect and a terrible story, or a terrible effect and an okay story, or no story and no effect. It's just all over the place. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like it's an easy thing to do, which is why it, it's not a, a huge genre. Like You don't see a lot today. I mean, we didn't even talk about like Jack Nicholson, Wolf. Oh, you know what? I need to see that. Oh, you never saw it? I've never it? seen it. I mean, James Spader's in it. That makes it worth seeing. <laughs> but, um, but like... Uh, the Benicio del Toro remake of Wolfman, they're just not the worth seeing. I mean, they're the, just um, Sir Anthony Hopkins version of Wolfman. Nope. Yeah, there's just there. That's that's the Benicio del Toro one. Ah, yeah, nope. they're not charming. The CGI takes away from everything that you want. Um, well, John Nicholson's uh, shouldn't be any CGI. Those no, no, movies. he does. No, his is. His Do you is, like that one? Uh, no, because it's not really a wolf movie. It's a sappy. I don't like it. Like very nineties. But I heard yeah. like. Um, oh my god. It's uh, the Christian Bale uh, horror movie. American Psycho? Yeah, like American Psycho, but with werewolves. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that is interesting about the movie is Nicholson is not Nicholson in it. He doesn't just do like crazy Jack Nicholson. He kind of acts in it, which is amazing to see. And yeah, the effects in it are all right, but the movie itself is like, eh, could do without this. Um, But yeah, you get these stupid like Twilight and Underworld and Van Helsing, and they just throw werewolves in there. and I don't know. It's just... The wolf to get its own thing. It's it's more of a mystery movie, and it's it's a hard sell, I guess, with people's stupid attention spans right now. I can't figure out what they want to see. I mean, I just heard the, the Suicide Squad bombed in the box office, and everyone was hype about it for how long? I could care less about that movie. Wow. Maybe someday I'll watch it, but I have no. Not interest. the the new one with J- the James Gunn one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Meh. Are you excited for it? I mean, I love James Gunn. You know that. I'm a it's trauma. on HBO Max. I know. I watched the first 20 minutes of it. How was it? Hilarious. Hmm. But it bombed in the theater. It's also a weird time with COVID and all that shit coming back around. Um, ooh, excuse me. I'm like scrubbing my eye here. But yeah, the Wolfman. It's just a tough character to nail down, I think. You need a good story. You need to to really have what you want to do in focus you have to you can't like uh with cursed you you can't have six different tones of the movie and keep changing your character it has to be one thing and i think the hardest part is if you know who the wolf is that's like the biggest part of the wolf stuff right like you don't know who it is a lot of the time and if you know who the wolf is, they have to be sympathetic. They can't just be a complete asshole. So, I don't know. It's it's a difficult genre to nail. Yeah, it's hard to pull off. Yeah. And that's why you see the ones that did nail it, you know, they're few and far between, that's for sure. 
Check out these clothes and beers. I like this can a lot. All right. So we're back to an old show favorite. Imprint Brewing Company. Out of Hatfield, PA. This is the Game Face. And it is a dope can. It is a Helly's Lager. It's going to be nice and crisp. Nice low ABV to cap things off. But... Loggers and Pilsners and ESBs get neglected. Everyone's about the big IPs. Give me all the ESBs. We the talked big, about this last yeah, episode. <laughs> the big stouts. But, I mean, if it means anything to you, brewers get much more satisfaction out of making a really good, authentic lager or Pilsner. It takes more craft and skill to make it really good and make it really um, memorable. You know, they say, like, if you listen to brewers talk about what they're making, it's one of those things like, yeah, we can take a shit ton of hops and double dry hop the crap out of it. And it's going to be good. But, like, these beers, these these old older styles take a lot more craft and skill and probably enjoyment for them. So I always like going for them. And this one is delicious. And the can is one of the best we've gotten in a while. It's super dope. Yeah, it's an awesome can. Uh, I want to challenge any... Brewers to double dry hop in a full moon, and we'll put out a collab on a werewolf beer. That'd be fun. Let's do it. All right. Uh, speaking of collabs, you want to tell folks the exciting news about our merch? Mm-hmm. So we have some killer pod from outer space merch available. It is through a site that people may have heard of called tpublic.com. They uh, are a great site. Their um, artists can put their artwork out there and have it uh, sort of on demand, printed onto T-shirts, hoodies, uh, crew necks, different um, glass. Anything you want. A, a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. Phone cases. Phone cases. Um, and the artist gets a, a portion of the sale. And T Public takes care of pressing it and getting out there to people. The catch is we're very tiny now. Hopefully, gonna grow. I hope so. I mean, like also T Public, they're probably into the millions. Yeah, I was gonna say millions, millions of people of artists. They can't have everybody readily available as soon as they post. We only have, we only have one product on there or one design that's available on many of their products. In any case, you can't just go on tpublic.com. And search for Killer Pod from Outer Space. There's a specific link that we have, or code, if you will. Uh, we'll be posting that on the Instagram. Uh, we'll make a post post out of it, and it'll also be in our bio. So if you want to rock some Killer Pod merch, we would love to see some people wearing a cool Heather Purple Killer Pod from Outer Space t-shirt. Or if you like the, the, Heather, the Heather Gray, or just a classic black hoodie, do it. Get or you don't want to make baseball tea. You don't want <laughs> baseball tea. Two different colors. Or if you don't want to make that investment, grab some stickers, throw them up on your neighborhood public bathroom stalls. We're down for that. Ooh, I like it. Um, or in your 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 local glory hole, you know, just slap glory it hole <laughs> right above the hole. For our young listeners, throw them on friends' lockers at school. Ah. <laughs> also for our th- young listeners, throw them on your meth dealer's car. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what are the kids doing these I days? I don't know. Um, Bath salts. I think we also have 
koozies in koozies the on the way so here's the deal what what did we get a number on those should we talk about that now number of what that i'm getting yeah uh i'm not sure yet okay we'll get back to you on the koozie front but i think you might be able to buy them at camp blood is all i'm no, saying gonna sell them to people why not two bucks we're just gonna give them out to people. I'm not just giving away our greatness. <laughs> we are the we are Southeast PA's number one horror podcast. We have uh, listeners as far as Osaka, Japan. I seen it on the Bangkok, dome. Thailand. They love us. Two dollars for a koozies. Not too much to ask. I'm just kidding. Uh, if we have the koozies ready, see us at Camp Blood. We'll be the ones where we the, hand them out. We'll we'll be back there with the ghetto canopy that says "Killer Bottom Space" on it, <laughs> and uh, written in Sharpie, in Sharpie that I so meticulously did during the Joe Bob weekend while I was sweating my nuts off. Um, but now we we have uh, some cool merch through T Public. Uh, we're getting some koozies. We're just gonna kind of throw them out to friends, family, uh, the Mahoning crew because uh, we love that is our family essentially. Speaking uh, of Mahoning, you see those little kittens? I did not see the kittens. I saw the post. I did not watch it because I was like, eh, hey, whatever. Mm. <laughs> you didn't get one? Yeah, uh, you know what, though? A little twist in the story. Steph said no. Wow. No. Because she's babying them stupid cats that she has. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kuma's stupid. Miko is not. Care. You're stupid. He's a prince. You're stupid dogs and you're stupid cats. Harley's not stupid I, either. I love Harley and I love Winston actually too. Eh, I, I love that he's old and angry like me. He's not angry at all. He's very jolly. He's no, just old. He's angry. You don't know it. It's internalized. That one night he tried to sleep on me and he was like, hey, get, get out of here, you bastard. Um, but we're excited. I mean, it's cool. Uh, I hope to get a couple more designs out, some simple killer pod stuff i love it uh yeah, you're right about getting just like just, just the, the lettering, just the, yeah, lettering. Yeah. yeah if you if you're watch, or watching if you're listening on anything but itunes you see the new logo um we still have not figured out the whole itunes situation and i tried numerous times. i know how to do it now if oh you do you just tell because i had to do it for t public uh, if you just tell me the exact dimensions of pixels you need oh wow I can do it. you have no clue what that means producer will take care All of right, course cool. or i can get the guy that the guy that made our design to actually just figure it out. Uh, you're a filthy bastard. <laughs> that was a werewolf fart if I've ever heard one. All so right. I hope you enjoyed up. Werewolf Evening with Killer Bud from Outer Space. Any parting words, Mr. Benny? Should I howl again? Ooh. You got nah, a good one? You got a good one lined nah, up? No. Nah, this right. is going to sound pathetic. All right. You do not, one. Uh, I got like a howl. Yeah, that's pretty good. See, the beard probably helps. Until next time. <laughs> Love, peace, and chicken grease. I'm Jeff. He's Vinny, and we are out of here. We are out. Beef chow, man. 
Taylor. 